0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast everyone. It is the month without hockey yay 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 echoed for dramatic effect. That's right everyone or as us normies like to call it, August. Yes everyone, even despite being Calder Cup champions we still have to suffer through the doldrums of summer. We shove off into the empty sphereness of hockey. And while the Calder Cup makes the rounds and does all the social media stuff, and every bear will get a day with it, I'm pretty sure that's how it goes. I wish yours truly did, but hey, I got a picture of it in, in the meantime. So, as we hit the month of August, what does everybody do in the month of August? No, not sweat profusely. No, not go to the pool. Not buy back-to-school stuff. No, 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 folks. This is road trip season, ladies and gentlemen. Don't overthink this. It's road trip season, boys and girls. So during the month of August, I'm going to bring all of you Tales from the Road. Because I didn't get a chance to do this during the regular season. I just figured, what the hey? Save them for the summer. Save them for the summer. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. And the first one up is actually one... Actually, I'm recording this. I'll be at a, con- at a convention there in lovely Washington, D.C., enjoying Taffer's there at the corner of whatever and whatever, the corner where the Capital One Arena is, a nice little enclave where Taffer's is. I really hope they have the baked salmon again. Mm. Any, uh, Sorry, I'm getting distracted. Um, Since I'll be in D.C., I wanted to talk to all of you about a uh, a trip I took a year ago, and this is hockey-related. But because of where I was, at least on Belly up, I don't think it was really it was really brought out as much as to all of you and I'm just going to reset it for for everyone. So, this tales from the road is actually talking about lovely Las Vegas, Nevada, and I will not miss an opportunity to talk about old Sin City on here. Now, yes, I know this happened last November, but it technically happened last season, so it counts. <laughs> so, So, why did I decide to go to Las Vegas in November? Well, first off, um, about 18 months ago, dear Lord, um, I got me and my beloved, we got married. And for, I can hear a lot of you men out there going, my condolences. But yeah, me and her got married, Memorial Day 2020 weekend, 2022, that was our wedding date, and at first we thought we were going to go international with our honeymoon, but COVID, traveling, didn't really want to do it. And we basically nailed it down to two options. It was either one, we were going to say, screw it, we're going to Disney for a week. We're just going to go to Disney for a week. Or two, we go to Las Vegas, Nevada. I've always wanted to go. I've always wanted to go to Vegas. She wants to see a Vegas Golden Knights game, as do I. I've heard about Sin City through Sports Talk Radio so much, I've wanted to experience it for myself. And so... We've got the money together, and we are finally going to do this. And as many of you know who have taken a trip to Old Sin City in lovely Las Vegas, Nevada, to quote The Outsider's Guide to Las Vegas, written by the man who wrote Host 500 by Midnight, The thrill of a Las Vegas vacation does not start whenever you step off the plane and see the legendary lights. It does not begin when you're entering that final turn on the plane and you see the city. It doesn't start when you get to your hotel room or your first step inside of a casino. No. You truly test your Vegas luck when you're planning your flights. Because <laughs> that's when you try and find the best offers. And me and the wifey did. We flew out of HIA. We didn't want to drive down to Baltimore for 90 minutes and could have gone a direct flight. Although, it could have. We weighed the options. We did. But we were going to take a simple flight out of out of Harrisburg International. We had a connecting in Philadelphia. And to Philadelphia, pfft, Right out to Las Vegas. So me and her we get we leave on a Saturday. We leave on the second Saturday in November because it's a week before Thanksgiving, but it's also not gonna be too busy out there in Vegas. So we go, we go to HIA and I'm like, okay, we get here two hours early. Place probably gonna be busy, get ready to get the old skin Tron five thousand going so they can see so they can see every single they can see how the diabetes is one day going to get me. So I step into hi It's about 2 o'clock on a Saturday afternoon. And there's no one there. The airport is almost completely empty. This is how zombie movies start. But we go in. We get in. And, and we go up to the terminal. We go through the easiest maze in the world. And we get the old scan down. And we step into the scanner... Tron Tube 5,000. As it sees everything, and we pass through without a hitch. Like, alright, the hardest part of our trip is over, and we step out into an empty terminal that is devoid of all life that we know it. There is about eight people in the entire terminal. Four of them are security guards. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it- now, granted, yeah, I could, we we could have driven to Philly and been in a super busy airport, but hey, if you're gonna start in, you're gonna start out on the airport level. You might as well do it on easy. And I go to an Annie and stand and grab like one of those mini pretzel dogs from the saddest Annie Ann's employee I've ever seen. But we get on our flight, we go from Harrisburg to Philly, and we fly out. Ears pop, everything we fly on out. And me and her start talking and, you know, we start, we're having a good little conversation and we're getting excited. It's about 3.30 in the af- afternoon and we're flying out. And I look at the wife and I'm like, hey, wait a minute. Isn't that the banks of the, of the river that runs into Philadelphia? Isn't that the Delaware? Wait a minute. If we see those, that typically means we're 20 minutes out of Philadelphia on car. So wait a minute, we've been in the sky for 25 minutes and we're ready and filling. and suddenly I hear, Doon! please, please sit down and make sure all seatbelts are fastened and your tay tables are in the upright position for 30 minutes. I paid $125 a ticket for this. But we land and we get in Philadelphia and we step out of the tournament and that is full of life. It's about seven o'clock Eastern Standard Time and we are humming and chugging there at the airport airport we're like okay we got 45 minutes to get to to get to our flight dear new york city mode right we go in we fight through everything we get in the buses that take you from one side of the terminal to the other if you've gone to philly international airport you know and we get over we get we get off them like dear what terminal terminal b got it gates got it tickets phone good we step off and we go on to get an escalator to take us up to the main level of the terminal and we see guy flying down the other side of the escalator. I mean, literally sliding on the rubber hand rasters. Get down. Security guard yells at him, Hey! No running on the escalator! Guy yells out, Fuck you! I'm late! I'm in Philadelphia. It's official. (laughs) So we ride on up the escalator. We go down to our terminal. We go down to our gates. flight. Something something. Heading toward Las Vegas, Nevada. Lovely. Absolutely lovely, and yeah, we got about thirty minutes to kill. But why not just sit there, enjoy the phone, charge up while you're there. You don't know what the Wi-Fi on the plane's gonna be like. You don't know, so just play it cool. You'll be fine. And you start your boarding. And for everyone who's gone on the plane, you know, you, you get the excitement of flight. What a, flight? Something something. boarding to Las Vegas. We will all we will start the boarding process. Priority. Boarding, please, may start first. First class may step aboard. And I'm seeing this and I'm going... It's kind of the sugar rush. You're excited that you're going to start boarding, but you have to to wait till they get people on. But it's a necessary evil. So we get on the flight, and the flight's going to be straight from Philadelphia all the way out to Las Vegas, Nevada. And we sit there on the tarmac for about 10 minutes because they're trying to get everything lined up, get their coordinates ready... And of course, I have Audible on, and what am I listening to? Fight Club. What chapter of Fight Club? This chapter of Fight Club. You wake up in LAX. You wake up in LaGuardia. You wake up in Sky Harbor. Life insurance pay, pays triple if you die in a if you die in an airplane accident. You wake up at Reagan. You wake up at Logan. That's chapter four of Fight Club on Audible. So, yeah, quite the chapter to listen to, but now me realizing that I probably wasted a really good opportunity because if I wanted to get in the Vegas mood, I don't listen to Fight Club. I shouldn't have done that. I should have listened to Casino. I should have listened to Heat. I should have downloaded The Hangover and watched that to get me in the mood. I should have downloaded Ocean's 11 and wa- and watched that instead to get to to kind of get me going. And we're up and we're, we're flying over through country. It's, it's about a three-hour up-in-the-air flight. So we're flying over the country. The Wi-Fi in the plane works, but there's no Wi-Fi when you're up there in the sky. But sometimes they would pass low enough where you would catch an errant Wi-Fi signal. And then my GPS would pick up at what part of the country I am. And it's kind of cool when you're doing that because when you do that, I, I was kind of seeing where we were in the country. It'd be like... like Rosemont, Illinois, something Kansas, Aspen, Colorado, Colorado, is that Denver that's down there, Colorado, something, Utah, and I'm like, Utah, all right, we're getting close, and suddenly I hear the bing, attention passengers, we are running low on potable water, Uh uh-oh, so please refrain from any unnecessary water use use. If we completely run out of potted water, we will need to stop and replace it because we did not replace any when we were in Philadelphia. Why not? So so to avoid hand washing, please use the hand sanitizer that's that's in there. Please refrain from any unnecessary bathroom use. Thank you. We're about 45 minutes out from out from Vegas. Do not screw this up. So what so what happens? Three people get up to use the bathroom. Seriously? Didn't you hear the guy? Did you not hear him? Do not do not use any more water on the plane. But then again, there's something, you can't control people sometimes. You can't. So then, you know, we're still, we're... But thankfully, though, we never got the boom. We're going to deviate from our path and land in Phoenix International Airport. No, we are not going to Phoenix. I am getting to Vegas. But thankfully, we got the ping. Ping. Please fasten your seatbelts as we begin our descent to Las Vegas, Nevada. And we make that turn. And we make the turn. And I'm looking down. It's all night out there. There's nothing out there. But suddenly, we go over... These mountains, and there, there, there it is! And there it is. A city of lights. A city there in the middle of the freaking desert. There it is! Las Vegas, Nevada. The promised land. What I was promised by Sports Talk Radio for years is right there. It's right freaking there. Oh my goodness, I am so ready for this. But no, no, got to play it cool because it's not like back in the day when you get excited for Vegas. When the plane landed, you start slapping high fives. No, no, you can't do that these days. You can't. But there are people who are excited. There are people out there who are ready to get there to Vegas. And we land We land right there at McCarran Airport along Wayne Newton, Wayne Newton Drive. I am so not kidding. That's really a thing. We land there at McCarran Airport and slowly everybody starts deplaning and everybody gets off. I'm like, let me get my stuff. I want to get out. I want to get out. But no, no, play it cool. And you step out through the terminal doors into the airport. And you step past a group of people who are waiting for their flights to, to take off. It's about 1030 Vegas time, but you can't really tell. And we step in. And right there, I see a Cinnabon. I see a Starbucks. And I see slots right there. Game of Thrones slots, right there. I'm in Vegas. We step out a little bit more, and there's a legendary Las Vegas sign. Well, not the one, but a replica one that they slap at the airport, so that way you can at least see what you get. But you know what I mean? There it is. The famous Vegas sign. Check check our phones. It's only about 9.43 their time. Doesn't feel like it, but here I am. This is the farthest west I've ever been in my life. Galveston, Texas was the former benchmark. So here I am, the farthest out west I've ever been in my life. I'm in Las Vegas, Nevada. Wait, luggage. Got to get luggage. So we got to go to baggage claim. Get to the terminal. Get there. Got to go. Got to go. And we take we take the shuttle that takes you down there. And you do the most annoying part of the trip. Waiting for your baggage. Necessary evil, my friends. Gotta get it done. But we get through, we get our baggage after about fifteen minutes, and my own and but my own emotional baggage, that's always with me. So we get out there and we decide to do the only thing you can do when you're out in Vegas and you need to get to your hotel quickly, Uber. You Uber it. Yep. Have it on the phone, and we are ready to go. And we go to the designated Uber lift area that's in the second level of the parking area parking garage. And folks, I can tell you, trying to get a... trying to get your Uber person to meet you at the Las Vegas airport at 10 o'clock on a Saturday night is pretty much yellow flag pit stops at Daytona with three laps to go. That's where you try to do a restart, somebody crashes, pit lanes open, everybody goes. There's like eight to nine cars. Each of them got all the lifted Uber signs on them, and someone's got... Is that an Uber limo? Who orders an Uber limo? Somebody better be getting married in that thing. But we go there. But we go there. We see the person driving up. What are we looking for? A silver Hyundai. There it is. Wave them down. She stops in the middle of the road. All right, dear. We're doing this bank high style. Open the door. Get everybody in. Go, go. This is high style. You grab the bags. You shove in the van. You hop in and you go. If your feet are out, your feet are out. You drive off. I kid, though. My kid though, everybody was professional about it. We got in, threw our stuff in and away we went and thankfully Uber drivers are not like taxi drivers back in the day who would take you the long way around Vegas just to run up the total. nah Uber already knows the, to- the total that that you're getting no running up the bill, but they make the left out of the airport and we drive into the city there along South Las Vegas Boulevard, and we see the nice block of of um, casinos that that await us on the south end of the Strip, there it is. There's <clears throat> there's there's there and there it is. There's Camelot. There's the Castle one that we heard so much about. There it is, right there. It does exist. The legendary Tropicana. There it is. And there's where we're staying. The New York, New York that does have the giant Statue of Liberty Alps front of it is that a roller coaster that's a roller coaster that's a thing that's a thing lady drops us off leave her a good tip on uber which you always do and we get in there and immediately we see three women come running out two of them are adjusting their crop crop tops while one of them is carrying heels carrying their heels because she needed to to run out stuff themselves into a taxi and take off yep i'm in vegas Walk right in, and the casino is humming with life. And it was at that point I realized when we get there on Vegas on a Saturday, we ran we ran into a triple threat because yes, the Vegas Golden Knights played, but it was nine thirty; game was over. They played the St. Louis Blues. We also had a boxing match going on at MGM Grand. Throw that on top of the casino stuff that's already happening. Dear Lord, we just ran into Saturday peak triple threat. Oh, yeah, by the way, there's an NFL game there on on Sunday afternoon. Lovely. The whole place is nuts. But thankfully, I was on my phone. Everything's already checked in, but I went to the front desk just to be safe. Safe. Oh, Mr. such Yes, you're already checked in. Your key's on your phone. Just go straight up to your room. You already have your number. <laughs> it's already done. We don't got to check in. Cool, and the digital key cards now that are on your phone, and you press it up against it, and it actually works. Tell me when your key card has ever worked on the first try. It hasn't. Hint, it hasn't. But as we go all the way up to to about a nice floor, we're staying on. They called it a spa suite. Yes, suites pretty much a fancy term for Vegas to to make it sound nice. A suite means you have slightly better room, but didn't care. And I looked out at one of the windows, as we had in the hallway, and it was quiet out there out there on the hallway too, but I looked out there and I flew, standing right, I was standing right in front of the window and I was staring right at the MGM Grand that's lit up in emerald green and a big banner for David Copperfield that I'm going to see on Wednesday, that Wednesday. Oh my gosh, I'm in Vegas. It's all true and i looked out the side of the window and the entire street is lined with lights and people and walking we walk down to the other end uh, of the hallway where where we're staying that you got to make a few turns but but i look out the other side there's a legion stadium there's some traffic lights but there's the mountains in the backdrop you can see them you can see some snow tip t- caps on the back oh my god the city This city, everything I've heard about it is true. I want to take on this city. I arrive here not as a guest, but a conqueror. I want to take on this entire city. And it was at that point I realized that while my wife, my beautiful, lovely wife, she has New York City, she will always love it for Broadway and for atmosphere and the people that she wants to be with. She wants to be in New York. She is the wife in the Green, A- Green Acres song. The city is the place for me. Darling, I love you, but give me Park Avenue. But me? Nana, no. No. I have Las Vegas, Nevada. I have the desert. I have the city there that's built on sports gam- sports gambling and debauchery. That is my city that is a city that i've wanted to make make mine. And while we did to go see some shows while we we were there. We were there on business. Well, honeymoon business number 1, but number 2, we're there to see some Vegas Golden Knights hockey. And we'll talk about that right after this. And Bears fans, don't forget the proud sponsor of this podcast, DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN bet just $5 and get 150 in bonus bets instantly with code THPN only at DraftKings sportsbook. Gambling gambling problem? Call 1-800 call 1-800 Gambler in Massachusetts call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelpline.ma.org. In New York call 877 8 ny or text HOPE-NY. hopeNY. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. In West, Virgin- West Virginia, gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800GAMBLER.net. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Lottery. <laughs> Please play responsibly in partnership with Hollywood Casino at Char- Charlestown Races in Connecticut. Help is available for, ga- for problem gambling. Call 888 888- 789 7777 or call or visit ccpg.org. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See draftkings.com sportsbook for details and state specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after insurance and one boost per eligible game. Opted required. Max bet $50. 10, 10 plus leg required for 100% boost. Eligibility wagering. deposit restrictions apply terms at sportsbook.trapkings.com slash baseball terms all right and we're back here on the grit and barrett podcast as we are doing tales from the road las vegas edition thank you to our fine sponsor of this podcast even in the dead of summer so as i said Me and the wife, we are there on business. We are there on honeymoon business, and we're here on hockey business. And on Tuesday, on that Tuesday, we got to go to what's called, sorry, hold on. We got to go what's called Le Fortress out there in Las Vegas. T-Mobile Arena, baby. And we were there for Knights Sharks, November 15th, 2022 and I'd heard the rumors I'd heard about what this what this place is like show and all but I wanted to go I've been ready all freaking day to go there have I gambled? you betcha have I lost? yes have the casino thrown me out? no because I'll gladly help me take my money we got to see a really nice Michael Jackson one tribute show Michael Jackson music with Circus Olay. it went very well but this is what we were here for. We're here for the hockey. It's Vegas versus San Jose. They're rivals from NoCal. And I'm there what's in the park. Is it a park with grass and, and a do- place where doggies can run around? Uh No, it's a big commerce area with food trucks, a big stage, which I'm sure concerts happen on or whatever, Whatever. There's a ooh, there's a steak and shake there. How lovely. And uh, there's other stuff there, too. But we get there. There's a line of people to get in. And I'm there in my Bears Hockey Fights Cancer jersey. It's November. It's Hockey Fights Cancer Month. But I wanted to rep the boys when I was there in Las Vegas, Nevada. And I was going to do that, darn it. And we're standing there. And on the stage, there's a couple people up there. What are they doing up there? Up there. And it's... Oh, it's the MC for the night. And they brought a little kid up there. Hi, hi, insert little name, kid's name here. It's about nighttime here at the Fortress. Are all of you ready? But Nathaniel, we need you to do something very important. Are you ready? Yeah, we need you to say, open the Fortress. Can you do that for us? In three, two, one, open the Fortress. Oh, wow. Okay, they ain't kidding. They ain't kidding. And the whole place is lit up in Vegas gold. You see, Vegas decided this season that their gold jerseys were going to become their new home jerseys. And um, very fitting. It's it's very fitting. But um, okay, okay, this is going to be a thing. I'm hearing the warm-up music, the weel- I know I already did it, but you get the point. So we go in, we scan the tickets, and away we go. And away we go. We step inside and we got to go up a couple escalators. We got to go up to 200 level for us. It is a two, it is a bi level seating arena there at the fortress. 100 level seats there at the fortress. It's monies. You, it's got to, it's going to cost you money if you're going to do that. But, um, we go up there and there's, there's a guy in a wheelchair up there. They're like, let's go, Vegas. Let's go. Real nice guy. Like, like, hey, hey, I'm here on my honeymoon. Oh, it's great to see you. Great to come out here. Go, Vegas. Vegas, hey, give me a score tonight. 4-2, Golden Knights, 4-2. We're going to get those Sharks. That's what I like to see. Okay, good energy, good atmosphere. We go to our seats. Top row in section 225. center ice Center ice-ish and eye level with the scoreboard. My wife done well. And I look off to the left, and there it is. There's the castle that we see so much. Where the trained band is up there, the trained drumming band is up there, and they have they have flags of every single team that's up there. And two two um two flags of the team's colors are always lit. As someone who's done the Renfair circuit, circuit, that's a very nice touch that they've had teams' colors. Up there of all thirty-two teams. But the only two that are lit up, Vegas, that's always lit, and their opponent, which this night was the San Jose Sharks. So, all right, we got that. I see knockoff sharks jerseys as far as the eye can see. We're walking around, it's a good vibe, a real party vibe. And suddenly I hear WHAM VEGAS Oh boy. Okay, I, I know what this is. I know what this is. We're getting back our seats are you ready vegas cuz it's night time <laughs> okay tv does not do this justice this is a low-key rave thumping music Everybody, sk- everybody there skates out logan thompson leads them out and there's Chandler Stevenson out there with our boys. Dressed in gold and granite lame. And I love it. Here come the Sharks in their white and teal jerseys. Boo, the, boo this men. We watch warm-ups. And everything skates around. And it's, it's really weird. Because it's like um, 6.35 Vegas time. So I'm texting the guys back home. Hey, we're, warm-ups here at Vegas. Me only realizing it's 9: 30 their time back home. Ufta. So of course we watch warm-ups. We see everything, everything happen, and we get the show that happens. You know, the golden knight skates out, and oh, that's real armor he's wearing. OK, it's not plastic shiny, armor. that's real. Again, that that's real. And he vanquishes the evil half-shark person and his ocean magic. And he's struck down by the Golden Knight. Cute. Fun. I don't know if I could see this every night. But it's fun. It's fun. It's Vegasy. It's fun. And um, I go down there and I make sure and I grab a warm-up puck. Can you hear that? That's not what it... That, that, that's the puck hitting the case that that I bought because I wanted our first first game ever there at the fortress I wanted a puck for it I absolutely wanted a puck for it and it was a fun game it was an absolutely fun game and this team just embraces the Golden Knights so much and as i was walking around during intermission i'm getting stopped by people because they love the hershey bears jersey They're like like what is that hershey pennsylvania the hershey bears that's a real team oh well, yeah we're a real team we've been around for 80 85 years no shit no shit hey let me get a picture bro no problem brother brother hey man let me buy you a drink no hey Cal, all right when will i say no to that and we go to the bar and bartender loves what I'm what I'm wearing and he buys me the golden night drink. Why, yes, I am on vacation. Thank you very much. Couple of friends there toast and walk around a bit more the upper part of the fortress a bit more during intermission and such great stuff. Absolutely incredible. Unfortunately, San Jose gets two late goals and is able to win out there in the fortress. But not before we have a couple of Sharks fans behind me. Sharks score on a late power play to take the lead. Bro starts dancing behind me. All right, fine. Let him do whatever. Do whatever. Taking out the phone. Doing the dance there. Yeah, do it for the gram. Do it for the talk. I've heard it all before. For Sharks get an empty netter. People start leaving. And I start hearing them saying, fuck you, knights." Fuck you and your fans. The most respectful way possible. Fuck all of you. Fuck the Knights. Sharks rule. Woo! Doing the dance again on the phone. I'm like, really? Who does that? You can't just say in the most respectful way possible and then throw up the finger and say, F you. That's not how it works, Steven. That's not how it works. But you know what? You know what? I didn't care. I mean, I didn't care in a bad, in a good way. I'm there on the honeymoon, and I'm there till the end of the week. Sharks, we know, still suck, and I still had fun. As we get outside, we see a man who's out there waving the flag of the Golden Knights. A super fan who waves his flag deep into the night. Unfortunately, Vegas has banned him from entering the building because his flag is too much of a distraction. Really. For this team he does he's not even allowed to attend practices there it's a damn shame the man has passion the man has heart and i see that when i talk to him i look him in the eye and i could tell the energy that man has he loves this team as much as i love the bears and you see that with hockey fans and there's a camaraderie you love to see it but i'd be back t-mobile you bet your sweet bippy, i'd be back Wednesday night, we were at, uh, the show of choice that night was for David Copperfield. Yes, that David Copperfield doing a show out there in Vegas. And you know what, folks? Never meet your heroes. <laughs> Never meet your heroes. Because I remember when David Copperfield, you know, made the Statue of Liberty disappear, was able to fly. He'd do a couple of shows at, um, at Hershey Park Arena when he tore back in the day. Keep in mind, folks, this is like 1991, 1992. I'm seeing this man 30 years later in Vegas. Yeah. The man's getting older. I mean, he still got it. He still put on a really fun show. I mean, it, it was. It was a lot of fun. But, um, yeah. The man put it... Let me just put it like this. He had a lot of shoulder pads in his suit to make him, uh, to make him look good. But the man still had it. He was able to have a lot of fun in the show. Made you laugh. Made you something. But it was good to see David Copperfield. Just not the same David Copperfield I remember as a kid. Just not. But we go back to the fortress there on a Thursday, November 17th. And I know my boys are back at home, but sorry, Bears. I'm out in Vegas, and I'm enjoying it. But this night, I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission because the Vegas Golden Knights are taking on the Arizona Coyotes. And there are some former Bears. And I'm determined... To see if a certain bear remembers us. And we go back. We're a little bit more prepared this time. People remember the purple jersey. I go go back there. Open the fortress! <laughs> and it was fine standing outside there. It was about 53, 50, 54 out there in Vegas. It was a cool 54. It was nice. I'll definitely take that more than the 10 degrees back home. But... We go in there, we get our seats, and we're in 201 this time. We are facing the net where Vegas attacks at twice. Okay. Row C. Okay. So we're going to have to go down. And these seats, <laughs> these are straight down seats. Now, seating angles can at times be on a slope, ladies and gentlemen, but there are some that are steep that are at an, that are at an angle. For those of you who have been in the upper, upper seats of giant center and the upper portions of 201 you know that's what I'm talking about and even for me of someone who's in decent enough sh- shape for being 40 shut up um, it's a hike even for me you're getting your steps going up these things and my wife who has some knee issues of of her own <laughs> I felt bad for her She's she even told me I'm not getting up unless I absolutely have to I don't blame her the view incredible because you're almost right on top of the goal, of the goalie. This is stacked, cramped seating, in at the fortress, and I love it. But I go down, I go down to the 100 level, and I am determined to get down there for warmups on the Arizona side because there are two former Bears on the Coyotes. There is a Travis Boyd and a Liam O'Brien, but who's going to remember? Will they remember the Bears? And I have my Bears jersey on me, I have a bear shirt on underneath, and in your warm-ups, you can see them skating by and I'm seeing Liam Boyd's way too focused what to do Liam will remember he doesn't forget us so Liam skates by, and I hold up the jersey, I hold up a Bears jersey for him and he makes eye contact with me he, he makes eye contact and gives a nod he remembers. Liam remembers. He doesn't forget us. Liam remembered. He won't forget us. And we're getting closer to the end, and I'm pounding on the glass for Liam. Maybe he'll do something, maybe he won't. And he looks at me, and I show him the jersey one more time. Flips a puck up and over. There's a lady there who's also a photographer for the Bears, and she goes, and I'm like, she knows Liam as well. And I'm like, that's probably for you. She looks at me and goes, no, he meant that for you. And I reach down and I grab it. A real warm-up puck off the ice. Not one that's been plucked and been hanging around. No. This is real. It's cold and wet and hard, and that's nowhere near as dirty as I want it to sound. But Liam gave this to me because he remembered Liam remembered where he came from. My gosh. I love this place. (laughs) I love T-Mobile Arena. I love this team! I love Vegas! That's it! This is my new NHL girlfriend. That's it. I'm going to start texting Minnesota and Calgary. And maybe LA. I've broken up with all of them. I've broken up with all of you. I have a new girlfriend and her name is Vegas Golden Knights. That is my new girlfriend. I am married to Pittsburgh. I am married to the Pittsburgh Penguins, but my NHL girlfriend is Vegas. Oh my gosh. And I take it up there and I get another puck holder, because this is a collector's item for November 17th, 2022. One I will never forget. Because Liam took the time. Liam remembered. Would Boyd have given one? Who knows? Maybe he would have. But it was nice to see him. Nice to see Liam getting time. And Vegas took that game 5-2. And it was so much fun. So much fun. And everybody heading out there happy. And I even had my first ever truly hard seltzer while I'm out there. Hell, I haven't had a Bud Light seltzer. I look at my wife while I'm going, darling. I'm having a Bud Light seltzer. I feel so white trashy. <laughs> That's the type of atmosphere this is. It's fun. It's fun. Who cares? Who cares? It's a party. It's Vegas. It's a party. I didn't care. I'm there. I'm there on my honeymoon. Dang it. And we celebrated. We had fun and we gambled some more on that Friday came and my gosh that was such a hard hit day because it was my last night in Vegas it was my last night and I remembered a fan-made song about the 10th doctor played by David Tennant his last words as a doctor before he regenerates and becomes Matt, Matt Smith the 11th doctor probably the most popular David Tennant's last words before he regenerated I don't want to go. And I felt the same way. I don't want to go. I don't want to give up this city. I'm far away from everything else, from the responsibilities. I'm so far away. What if I were to move out here eventually? <laughs> Why not? I took a look on my company's website. They need a first shift jockey at GXL out in Las Vegas. Are you kidding me? We even found an anime store out there. And we got a Lego Naruto and Hinata that where was that when we got married? <laughs> I don't want to leave the city. I'm having too much fun. There's more I haven't done. I want to go go back. And that's Saturday. It was time to go. It was time to go. And I miss so much about this city. The energy. Yeah, the lots of panhandlers. The dealers who wore NFL jerseys on Sundays. And Vegas Golden Knights jerseys on game day. Very nice touch. The city that lights up and comes to life. The closest thing to a Neo-Tokyo I will ever experience in my life. Because as an otaku of a certain age... I was always I always loved that anime nineties aesthetic of Neo Tokyo, a city that's bustling with life like in Akira or those other cyberpunk animes of the nineties. And I got that feeling when I was in Vegas. Just that energy. With a little hint of danger if you're not if if you're you're not on the lookout. But I'll be back, Vegas. You bet your sweet Bippy. I don't know how, I don't know when. But I will. I need to go back to Vegas. We head out to the airport that morning and we fly out of McCarran, the long slog back east. I watch planes, trains, and automobiles, the great John Candy and Steve Martin film. Hey, it's Thanksgiving week. You kind of got to do it. Yeah, kind of got to. And we fly into Charlotte where it's a balmy 49 degrees and a bustling, busy airport that gets on my nerves like you wouldn't believe. (sighs) From Charlotte back to Harrisburg, where it's 17 degrees and 25 mile-an-hour winds, that'll make it feel like it's 8 degrees. Yeah. The Uber gets us at our airport and takes us back home. And the Bears finish up a game against against someone that night. I don't even remember. I'm home. I'm not necessarily jet-lagged. But, yeah. And that was it. As we unpacked everything, and the two game pucks that I have from Vegas sit on my work desk for this podcast... And I've said it before and I will say it again. I will get out to Vegas. It's one of my new obsessions and my wife can attest to that. It is. But that's the fun of it. You work toward it again. And I'll find ways to get back out there. And someday there will be another Tales from the Road. Vegas, round two! Because there's more in that city. More casinos. A pinball hall of fame I gotta get out to. And more Vegas Golden Knights hockey. Someday. We will see each other again, Vegas. And that'll do it for this edition of the Grit and Barrett podcast. Tales from the Road, Las Vegas, Nevada. We got more Tales from the Road coming out this month as we head into August in the month without hockey. Next time, it's an NHL edition, as me and the boys did a four games in four days NHL road trip. It's just as stupid as it sounds. We'll catch you next time.